everyone this is a new episode of sports harder with a special thursday 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 edition we uh had some plans and some things come up and so we're bringing you a special thursday night episode of sports harder i was deaf <laughs> this is true and i was i was busy so it worked out so it worked out um this uh, special episode of sports harder i am your host maddie lukewarm ice and as always, my co-host for the evening is David, short but not long. Yo! So he is less death right now. Yeah, so. I actually recovered pretty quickly on this one, so... That's good. We we like a healthy David. Uh, they don't a healthy me, David is a good David. They don't call me Wolverine for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tonight, what's going down? We're starting off with the Thursday night football game. It looks like it will be the Chiefs and the Broncos playing in Denver. So we're going to start off our picks of the week with tonight. Who do we like in tonight's game? Um, We broke the kiss of death last week, didn't we? Because we picked the Patriots. That was a a given, though. Because we picked the Patriots. Yeah, but that was a given, though. I mean, mean, it wasn't a given. I mean, there was no way. There was no the, way the Giants were gonna win. The Giants were gonna win. I don't care who's that quarterback. Either way, we broke we broke the curse. The curse is lifted. So so who who, who yeah, do you the, have fi- tonight? the final kiss of death was uh me taking uh who was it? Take taking the Dodgers in a sweep and the Nats just turned around and floored. Oh my gosh. Mel Melanie let you have it too. I know she did. And she is still giving me crap about it. Like even now she's giving me crap about it. And we'll get into the nationals and everything, but let's uh let's start off with with the football game tonight though. So who do you got? Uh, uh I don't think Denver has an answer for the Chiefs. Because uh, Von Miller's been kind of going slow. Hasn't really produced this year so the defense is kind of excuse me questionable the defense is you're right (laughs) yeah Yeah, basically (laughs) i mean look at this right here i mean i mean they're showing this old footage i don't even know who he was tackling there i think it was sanchez mark sanchez yeah he just blew the line that was von miller just eating sanchez yeah and then of course bruce smith the one of the greatest defensive linemen of all time oh yeah so uh going uh gonna have to go Casey on this one. He's going with the Chiefs. Uh you know, usually when we both pick the same on Thursday night football, it's the kiss of death. But like I said, we broke that last last week. So I'm going with the Chiefs on this one as well. I think they bounce back after losing to Houston, which I did call. I did call that. I got that right, that yeah, they good. would lose to Houston. So uh I think uh like I said, they'll bounce back. I think they'll bounce back this time. So um, all right, so that takes care of Thursday night football uh, when it comes to that. Um, we'll move on to baseball like we were mentioning, and uh, Melanie the Felony quite happy because her Nationals swept the Cardinals 4-0, to and they are now in the World Series for the first time in their franchise history. That is, that is great. I'm excited for them. She it keeps, has been, she keeps it on giving has me been 95 years since Oof. a Washington team 
has been to the series. I wonder how long it's been since a wild card has gone to the series. I that mean, too. I mean, it's probably been a while. It's so. been a good. It's been a good bit, and you know, just to just to put it out there, I mean, good job on the Nats. That just basically proves right there you don't need big big superstars on your team, overpaid superstars, mind you. Yeah, to make it to the World Series. True. Yeah, you've got Strasburg who came onto his own. You've got. Uh, Scherzer. Scherzer. Who's always been he's good. He's always been good. You know, he's a strikeout master. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've got those two guys right there. They're, they don't have outrageous contracts. And then you look at Bryce Harper. <laughs> Who's probably regretting now yes. leaving. Because they offered him a deal. He could have taken it, but then he just wanted more money. Well, and then guess what could have happened? They could have made it, still made it to the World Series this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just on the pitching alone. But then the you, pitching is what's been the key. I mean, I don't think anyone predicted that Sanchez was going to pitch a, a no-hitter into the seventh inning. Uh, it broke, I think, in the eighth inning is when he broke his no-hitter. So, I mean, the Nationals are hot with their pitching at the right time. They peaked at the right time for their pitching. And we talk, I talked about this before on previous podcasts. I asked you, I said, did the Dodgers peak too early? And I think they did. They peaked too early. They you know, were unstoppable you like know, mid-season. You're, you're absolutely right. And I was a, pretty much a fool <laughs> to say that maybe they haven't peaked early. They're just running it. They're right just now. that good, but yeah. I think they might have peaked just a little too early. And uh, it came back to bite them. Yeah. So, I mean, they... They're they're in the series. We're still waiting right now. Houston is leading the series against the Yankees two to one, and they were supposed to play last night. That game got postponed, so they're playing tonight. Um, you got postponed because of all that damn rain. Yep, all the rain that came in. So uh, the Nationals. So let's talk about this then. Is it good or bad for the Nationals to be resting this much? Because momentum is good, you know, is key. And when you're on fire, you're on fire. Is is this going to come back to bite them in the butt, having to wait this long to find out who they're going to play against? Mm. Well, when you look at just any playoff team in general, you know, getting that much rest. I mean, you look at the guys in the NFL, they get the first round by and half the time, you know, sometimes those number one seeds don't even come out alive, mm-hmm. you know, or the number twos. You know, you look at, Shut up. Um, <laughs> it was a Patrick Mahomes alert. He's got apparently some sort of a uh, ankle injury, so that could slow him down a little bit. Oh, well, there you go. But um, we, you know, just looking at the, uh, just looking at that. I mean, just all that rest. It it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, depending on where, uh, depending on how they utilize that time. You know. If they just, you know, kind of level off a little bit and just be like, yeah, we're not going to do this and just be like, yeah, you know, utilize that time. Keep your pitchers warm. You know, don't wear them out, but keep them warm. Let them throw, let them throw a couple, couple, you know, a few pitches here and there. Yeah. You know, just to kind of keep them warm. Keep the batting practices the same. Don't 
change well, your regimen. Yeah, I mean, Soto was reported uh, have doing batting practice the night before Game Four until like midnight. He was he was out there with like his hitting coach, like practicing all the way until midnight. So it shows the dedication that the Nationals have right now and how bad they want it. Obviously, I mean, any team would want to you win, put, you but put the, you put in the time. Great things are bound to happen. Yep. You look at Soto. He practiced until midnight. They, yeah. Hi. Yeah, exactly. And they've been doing really well. So, I mean. Like uh, I said, just like I said, it's okay to have this much rest. Don't change how you're doing things. Keep yeah. Keep it the same. But keep an eye on who you probably are going to be going up against. Are you going to be going up against a decent lineup? Well, that's what I was about Yankees? to ask. That's what I was about to ask. For national fans out there, which is the lesser of two evils? Houston's pitching, who is really good, or, the or Yankees, Yankees batting, yeah. Like, I mean, which one would you rather go against? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Yankees do have a decent bullpen and a decent rotation, but... Not as good as Houston. Not as good as Houston's. I have to give Houston the edge on that one. But do... That's tough. I mean, do you want to prevent the long ball, <laughs> or do you want to do the long ball? Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Because going up against guys like Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, you know, two the two biggest pitchers. I, I don't even know who the third guy is. I can't, I can't remember from my life, but. They're, they're Wasn't it Cole? Didn't they have Cole? I had Garrett Cole. Oh, you already said that. Said. Oh, okay. And they have Justin Verlander, and then I can't remember who the, the <laughs> third the highlighted is, yeah. pitcher was. But there's three good guys in the rotation. You give them enough rest, oh, they're going to be deadly. Mm-hmm. But say the Yankees were to come back and win the series and go to the World Series, as much as I'd hate to see them in. <laughs> Good lord, dog. Um, <laughs> do you want to go up against somebody like Aaron Judge, somebody like Giancarlo Stanton, mm-hmm. or or just anybody in the Yankees lineup? Because the Yankees can be pretty deadly if you're not careful. Well, I'm saying like out of the out of the two, then like which which one for if. You know, national fans like which which is the lesser of two evils that you would want to do when it comes to that. You know what? I would rather go up. I would rather go up against Houston's bullpen and rotation because at least that way you can find the weak spots. You know, remember that game we were watching last week, and Verlander was on three days rest. And he gave up four runs yeah. within like the first like inning. I think it was the first inning or the first two innings. There you go. Find the weak points in those pitchers. Exploit them. With the Yankees lineup, you can get all the strikeouts you want. You, you hang one, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, exactly. So, well... For for me, if I had to pick between the two, yeah, I think I wouldn't want to go against the Yankee hitting. I'd rather go against Houston just because 
you know, the batting of the Nationals is turned up as well. Like we were saying, you know, they scored seven runs in the first inning against the Cardinals in game four, you know, and after that, it was just like, okay, too big of a lead to come back from. So um, I'd rather go against Houston, I would say, uh, in this scenario. So, um, But no matter who the Nationals are going to face, this is going to turn out to be one hell of a World Series. I mean, as much as I'd hate to say it, you know, if the, even if the Yankees get in, it's still going to be a damn good series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either way, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good series. Um, I'm excited and to, I, and to not, see it. And I'm not putting a kiss of death on this one. I would actually like to see the Nationals walk out with the trophy. There you go. <laughs> it'd be somebody different. Yeah, true. Because, I mean, the Yankees and their historic history, they've had a lot. Houston won two years ago already. So, you know, they're trying to go for the dynasty. So, yeah. And it'd be cool, again, wild card. You know, wild card winning the World Series just basically showing that if you get in, you have a chance. Like, you know, just because you're, you know, just because you're a, um, a wild card doesn't mean that you don't have a shot or you don't have a chance. So. And I wonder... Here's the thing. This is what I'm wondering. I'm wondering where. I'm wondering how they're comparing the Nats right the Nats right now. I wonder if they're comparing them to the. Uh, I can't remember what year Pittsburgh did it, but it was the Steelers. They were the number six seed and made it to the Super Bowl. Was that when they faced the Seahawks? I don't know if it was the C. I think it was when they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they were the number six seed. And they ran the table. And here they go with... I was going to say, it looks like they're making their picks for tonight Broncos, on the NFL Network. 21 So Colleen Ouch. going with the Broncos. Oh, man. Uh, uh, what's his name? That used to play, play for the Panthers. Steve Smith. Yeah, Steve Smith going with the Broncos. Uh, Joe... What's his name? Played for the Browns. He's going with the Chiefs. And then we'll see for Michael, Michael Irving's Irving. Pick. Take the Chiefs, is. Mike. <laughs> we'll see who he's if going with. The, chief, yep. the Chiefs, yep. So it's Ooh. split. Ooh, big it's, margin, too. 33-21. There you go. Yeah, most of the scores are pretty close, though. So, um, It always makes me wonder. I wonder if Michael Irving's ever gotten that itch. <laughs> even, even though he can't play, even though he technically can't play anymore because of that spinal stenosis that he has, um, wonder if he's ever gotten the itch to just want to throw the pads on for just one damn game, <laughs> just get out there and do it. I mean, Dion did it. <laughs> yeah, true. Old old man. Um. So all right, cool. Well, uh, I mean, that basically covers, uh, you know baseball and everything with that and we'll get a poll up once it is determined who's going to be in the series and see what people think uh who's going to take it so we'll see uh if a lot more people lean towards the nationals you know with the fan base around here you know being local team and whatnot it would be interesting because if the nationals win the world series the capitals won uh two years ago and then uh, the WNBA team, the women's team, just won this year the, the title. And then, uh, and then 
the Nationals. So it would be a lot of lo- local Washington teams kind of winning the titles in recent years, you know. Yep, and the Washington Redskins are currently uh, <laughs> currently aiming for their championship. It's called that first-round pick. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> so that's a win for the Skins fans. I know. And I, I, I mean, we'll get into the Redskins here in a little bit. but um, well, They won their first game, I mean. <sighs> which I also called. <laughs> I, I, called I went with that. Miami on the upset just because I thought – and Miami almost did. But the sad part was they goofed on the two-point conversion. I watched that play, and it was a disastrous play. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. So um, I guess uh, some stuff that we can get into because it's starting next week is the uh, NBA. Uh, So next Tuesday is the first night of the NBA and did we did we talk about the NBA in in China before or no? Did we talk about that? I don't know if we talked about that at all or not. No, and I'm actually kind of glad you stayed away from that because <laughs> that's more of a political thing than anything in the world. And you know how much I hate talking politics right now. Yes, this especially is- especially with our uh, in. In, in Amorous and uh, NSA, I know you're listening to this, but uh, <laughs> the ever-living jackass-in-chief that we have sitting in the White House right now, I don't care who's a Trump supporter, okay? I don't support him. Never have. Never will. I did not vote in this in the past election, okay? But mm-hmm. just, to put in, just to put my final stamp on it, I've never liked Trump, and I never will fight me <laughs> hey everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinions exactly. and i just think you know that was what it's not this the china thing with the nba is not anything to do with politics in the sense of who is president it was more so to do with the china said nba you just need to shut your mouths and dribble like shut your mouth and play basketball, and they did it. They they just went with it because China, you know, makes a lot of the shoes for the NBA players who have shoes, and they you know were giving the NBA all this money to play their preseason games there. And what upset me was more so not politics, but in the sense of the NBA is so woke and they're so new school, you know, we let the players do what they want and the players can support whatever they want, you know, and they can, you know, when the whole kneeling for the flag thing happened, you know, the NBA said, we'll let our players do what they want type of thing. And so, and then the the commissioner basically saying like, oh, we're not going to have the all-star game because of in North Carolina, because of that, um, the bill passed for the bathrooms, the the uh, transgender bathrooms or whatever, and so it was just like if you're if you're this you know into all that stuff and you're into you know we we support the the freedoms for all of this and then all of a sudden China's just like no you're gonna you're gonna shut up and just play. It, it kind of bothers me that the NBA didn't say okay well we're leaving. Like, we're just going to leave. We're not going to play our preseason games then if you're going to be like that. But they were too worried about 
disturbing the disturbing whatever you want to call it the balance the power or whatever uh, that you know China had over over them and it all started because one of the uh, governors because we can't can't say owners one of the governors of oh, I think blow, it was blow. <laughs> I think it was the Houston Rockets uh, owner who had tweeted that like he supports what was going on in China for democracy because the Chinese people are trying to protest and saying that they want democracy there. And then the NBA made him delete that tweet. And then the NBA made him apologize to, to China <laughs> for saying it. And so it was just like, I felt like the NBA was kind of just rolling over in all of this. And so that, that kind of just, you know, you know, bothered me when it came when it came to that. Um, I paid no attention, so I said, "Screw it." Well, like I said, it was more so just like you know, all these political people saying, you know, not political people, but like people in the NBA who are political, like LeBron and different people like that, and they just no comment, didn't have anything to say. Popovich, who has. Uh, was who was very outspoken about a lot of things didn't say anything either he had no comments you know and so i i don't know just wanted to throw that out there that kind of just bothered me that the nba didn't stand up for themselves and say okay well we're not just gonna shut up like you know we believe in freedom of speech so we should be able to say whatever we want while we're in china but china was like no you're not allowed to do that you're just gonna play basketball so that that's that's the only thing that bothered me. But um, going to uh, the games for Tuesday. So this coming Tuesday on the twenty second, the opening night will be the Pelicans with uh, Zion's uh, first official game going against the defending champs, the Raptors. Um, so since it's just two games on Tuesday for the opening night, we can kind of say who we think for each one. So. Zion's been taking the preseason by storm and kind of has been dominating, but that is preseason, as we all know. So do you think this is like a new age for the Pelicans, getting all those people from the Lakers for Anthony Davis? Do you think the Pelicans, they have a shot? No. Not even against the the Raptors not having Kawhi? Nine. So you got the Raptors in this one? Yep. Wow. I got the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans are going to do something this year. I really do. I think they'll be one of the teams making the playoffs. So I think the Pelicans will make the playoffs this year. Not as like a high seed. They'll probably be like eight, seven or eight, but they'll make it. They'll, they'll be in it. They'll be the eight seed. They'll, they'll, they'll be in it. So I got them winning. And then, of course, the big you know story of the offseason, the Lakers and the Clippers in the late game. You know, LeBron and Anthony Davis now playing together and um, Kawhi and Paul George together for the Clippers. So Battle of L.A., who do you think takes this one? Eh, I'm actually going to take the Lakers on this one. Wow, really? I think, I think the Lakers will take I think the Lakers will take the Clips. I mean, Man. I got to go with the Clippers. I mean. Kawhi is one of the best two-way players, one of the best players in the NBA right now. Uh, I mean, he he 
he got a lot more respect from me with how he carried the Raptors last year. Like he basically carried that team to a title and now he's got some better people around him. So I, I gotta go with the Clippers. I think the Lakers are still going to struggle just because LeBron is getting up there in age. So not saying he's a terrible player, but father time always wins. So always. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the, the Clippers on on this one. Um, oh, there we go. There, there's. We so we both picked different <laughs> on yep. the on uh, the the opening night for the NBA. Um, I think the, the NBA this year will be interesting. A lot of parody. You know, it's kind of hard to tell with all the moves. You know, who's going to do what or how well you know the teams are going to do. But of course, regular season, I feel like the players don't try as hard. You know, they wait until they make the playoffs and then they start turning it up, you know, then they start playing hard. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think, uh, we can take a little bit of a break here and then when we come back, we can talk about XFL draft, XFL draft. (laughs) We will talk about the XFL. Thank you. And then we will talk about, uh, some big trade announcements in the NFL. A lot to do with my my Rams. Uh, so we'll talk about Twice. that. Yeah, well, three times technically. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll weigh in on who won and who lost in those trades, um, and then uh, we'll of course dive into some more fantasy football this time since we didn't do it last time. And then uh, of course we will always, as always, end our uh, last segment with our picks of the week. So, um, so before we go to break, shout out to Jay and his podcast, Free Hugs and High Fives. Uh, we always appreciate him and his shout outs. Um, so go check him out on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all the major places. Uh, his podcast, Free Hugs and High Fives. And um, again, still not sure, but you can try to see if he's got his YouTube going yet and uh, go and check him out there as well. I know he would appreciate that. Um, so when we come back, uh, sounds like uh, David's uh, getting all amped up for XFL. So we'll, we'll start off with that when we come back. So we'll be back in a flash. All right. We're back better than ever. Ready to rumble in the jungle for our second segment of sports harder. And we are kicking things off. Like we had mentioned with XFL drafts that happened and big news in the XFL draft for again, local people here. If they're going to follow the DC team that the DC team had picked up uh, Cardell Jones as their number one pick overall pick for, for them. He was a, a backup for the chargers for a while. So he played in the NFL for a couple years. Um, you know, he was basically legendary for coming in as a backup for Ohio State and winning the national championship for him. Um, but, I mean, I think a lot of that had to do with having Ezekiel Elliott as your running back <laughs> at that time. Um, so, uh, I mean, the XFL basically stating that they need their quarterbacks to – stand out to, you know, help keep their hopes alive of keeping a, uh, 
what we want to call it an organization together to keep their hopes alive so they're not so they don't die out basically like the AAF did. So I mean some some other notable things that we pointed out, we were talking about it during the break. Uh, if you want to mention some some of them and point out some of the some of the other maybe big name people. Yeah, uh, you got you, um uh, my boys, the ones I'm gonna be rooting for. My Dallas Renegades. Uh, they took Landry Jones as their uh, top quarterback pick. Uh, Matt McGloin, who was a uh, former Raider, former, basically a former Raider, because you didn't hear from him after that. Um, he uh, he got selected by the New York Guardians, and Aaron Murray, who was a uh, backup in KC and bounced around from place to place. Basically he was on the Rams uh, off season kind of uh, I guess a preseason team. And then they cut him. So he was there. He got picked up by the Tampa Bay Vipers. And then a few other like other names, uh, Tommy Lee Lewis, a receiver got picked up by uh the Dallas Renegades. He was former Saint. All right. Um, I don't know if he was the one that got involved in that PI that that bad call in the championship game or not. Don't know. I don't. That might have been him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, oh, go away. Sorry, emails. Gotta love them. <laughs> uh, but really, it was just people that got just got. You know, guys that just either never played in the NFL or guys that used to play, like Lance Dunbar, eighth round. I said seventh, but he got picked up in the eighth round as a running back. No faith. Lance Dunbar <laughs> is not that bad of a running back. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like now, I mean, here recently, only the NFL started drafting like running backs a lot higher. I mean, before it was kind of the same way where it was like, you know, you could get a good running back in the third or fourth round, but I mean, starting a team, I mean, yeah, I can see why it would be, <laughs> you know, that, that far back. So, um, what, uh, there was, there was one other one you said too, that, uh, for, uh, Prol was like a big name too. Yeah. Austin Prol, uh, Ricky Prol's boy, <laughs> nephew, whoever you want to call him. Uh, he's, he got picked up by a team. I, I think he was picked up in the open draft because of the way that they did it. They did it in different phases. You had phase one, which was a single, you had phase one, which was your, uh, skill players. Um, then you had phase two, which was the offensive line. Phase three was the, uh, defensive front seven. So that's your linebackers, that's your defensive, that's your uh, defensive lineman. Uh, phase four was the DBs, and uh, phase five was basically open draft. So like your your boys, the uh, the Battle Hawks, their first pick was a kicker. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> In the open draft, it was Elliot Fry. Nice. Uh, who was a? Uh, oh, I thought. Originally, we thought um, 
Parky would get <laughs> drafted by the XFL, but then somebody else already picked him up. Uh, who was it that picked him up? Uh, who picked up Cody Parky? And I said, double, it's going to be double doinks forever. Yeah, like some some team that had like a terrible kicker, I can't remember, picked him up. And it was just like, why? Why did you think that was a good idea? As long as it wasn't the, <laughs> it wasn't the Bears, I can tell you that much. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, um, that's... Um, not uh, some big names, but not a lot of big names. I mean, uh, Matt Elam, a former safety, he probably hasn't played in a while. Because I remember that I remember that name from somewhere. Not Jason Elam. I know who that is. He would probably kick for him if he wanted to. Uh, uh, Coney Coney Ailey. He was a uh, cowboy for a little bit. Uh, played with the Jets a lot. But, uh, yeah, 560 players picked over 70 rounds. That's – they stabilized that. And who let the felon in this house? <laughs> I, didn't yeah. reali- I didn't realize it was her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melanie, the felony, joining joining us uh, right now. And, uh, you know, she already missed out. By the on way, I hope you're Nationals. happy I'm taking Houston in five games. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no he 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 didn't he actually said that he you went to arby's and didn't wins. get me anything wow wow rude girl that's that's why she's known as melanie the felony that's a mozzarella sticks man that's where it's at <laughs> <laughs> the arby's mozzarella sticks yeah that's true it's the best thing about them screw the roast beef <laughs> <laughs> So who who does uh, Melanie the felony have in tonight's football game? We mean Kansas don't City know. or Denver. She's like obsessed with Patrick Mahomes, so she she loves him. Every time he scores a touchdown, she's like, "I wanted him for fantasy football." Dude, you're screwed. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's he's a lot better looking than me, so. <laughs> And he plays football pretty damn well. So. And? Yeah. yeah, I know. So, like you said. Matt, you're 33 years old. You can still play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. You're not Throw re- me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, not to get into any graphics or anything. How tall are, how tall are you? Uh, six foot. You're six foot. Okay. Not the... Nobody make fun of him on this. You probably weigh what a buck fifty soaking wet. Uh, no, like one ninety. I call bullshit on that because um, I weigh a solid two hundred. Um, yeah, it's all in the thighs. Yeah, but you're six foot. You weigh a buck ninety. You could play running back. Oh yeah, there we go. Todd Gurley's hurt. Go play for the Rams. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Throw me in with them. Well, uh, okay, speaking about that, we can move right into that. It's a good transition. So, talking about uh, NFL news. So, big news coming out of L.A. So, three major trades for the Rams that have happened. We'll start with the Marcus Peters. So, Marcus Peters traded to the Baltimore Ravens uh, for, uh, I think it's Kevin Young is his name. I know his last name is Young. I think his first name is Kevin. Linebacker from the Ravens, and uh, I think it's like a fifth-round pick as well. So the Marcus Peters wasn't really doing that well for us. 
you know? That's what I was kind of thinking was, you know, maybe they shipped him off because maybe he, that maybe they would get a better deal out of, you know, picking up a middle, a middle linebacker. I mean, an inside backer and, you know, with Clay Matthews being hurt and everything else, they kind of need the depth. Yeah. So, um, and then, I mean, I don't know how good young is, you know, I know he, he'll, he's he'll, a young guy. Basically, I think. No pun intended. Yeah, basically, um, he, what he's probably going to wind up doing is just. Uh... yoo <laughs> um, so but, um, but he's probably just going to provide depth because with. Uh, like you said, Clay Matthews being out for with, a little bit. With yeah, that with a broken jaw. Broken jaw, yeah. Or, I mean. But he'll be back. So oh, yeah, he'll, be, he'll be back picking up flags again. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but I mean, um, for, for, uh, God, for, you're going to make me want to go get Arby's. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Can't, can't eat, can't eat right now, but, uh, we'll have that, have that later. Um, you were making, I was saying you-, you can, you can eat love. Okay. You go ahead and eat. Jesus. So, uh, for for that for the that trade, we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe the Ravens got a good deal out of that because now they have Earl Thomas and Marcus Peters, you know, in the backfield. Um, they're kind of trying to go all in. It seems like because the, it's their division to lose because no one else is playing well at all. So we'll see how that works out for the Ravens. Um, the other thing and the. You know, if I knew this was happening, I wouldn't have gotten so upset that Marcus Peters was leaving. But then the Rams go and trade Jacksonville for Jalen Ramsey, and they basically give up a lot. The two first-round picks that the Jaguars wanted, so a 2019 first-round pick and a 2020 first-round pick. Sorry, the, 2020 first-round pick ready to say, bump and, a 20, and a 2021 pick. Sorry. And I and, think it was a fourth rounder too. Yeah, exactly. In uh, twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, twenty twenty one. That's that's to to me personally, I can understand the two first round picks. Maybe, maybe the first round pick next year, and maybe like a third rounder from next year's, and maybe that fourth rounder. But the two first rounders, that's a little, that's a little excessive for the Rams to be coughing up. Unless corner was going to be one of their big needs going into next year's draft, which which could- it which it was because uh, Lesney did an interview today that I listened to on Fox Sports Radio, and he said that they were planning on trying to get someone next year. So why not go ahead and you know get the best one in the league right now? <laughs> and you would have used a first round pick to get him anyways, and then technically. You know, the other first rounder was to get him. So technically, if you look at it, they didn't really give up two first rounders if they would have used a first rounder to get someone like Jalen Ramsey anyways. Right. And y'all basically dodged a really, really big bullet because the only thing that you owed Marcus Peters was basically his salary. He did not yeah. have he did not have like a signing bonus or anything tagged on to what he had. So you know, you guys are sitting dead red right now at 2.2 in dead cap space, but then you also pick up Jalen Ramsey's contract, the rest of it, and that's going to cost y'all 
Well, and then trying to pay him going forward because he wants to get paid. Well, so, yeah, his his, his uh, fifth year option has been activated, as was I think Peters was activated. Yes, as it well. was. So yeah. that's Baltimore's problem. You get hopefully you can get him signed in the off season and not sit on that thirteen and a half million dollar well, cap. That's the plan is to sign him. Yeah, because so. he's sitting on a big cap big cap number right now. I mean, anything to get that knocked down because you've already paid. Todd Gurley, you've already paid golf, golf, so Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. So which, basically, the big four. If we pay Ramsey, so yeah. If, you, like, if you, know, you wind up being able to pay Ramsey, oof. I mean, he's a good one to keep. You know, he's he's well, one of the I'm best in doubting, the NFL I'm not right now. Doubting Jalen Ramsey's ability, I just wish he would have gone off a little bit better this way. Yes, he wanted to trade. Be like, okay, I want to trade. Okay, shut up, get out there and play. I bet you the back I bet you the back the back injury stuff was a load of crap. Yeah, they were talking about on the radio today that it was just like, you know, Jalen might play this Sunday and you know, everyone was saying, Oh, now magically his back injury went away after he got traded, <laughs> you know. So it was just like He you just know. he didn't want to play for Jacksonville anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Shut up and play and prove to these other teams that might be looking at you yeah. that you want to come in. I om- I was talking to my dad about this. I said, yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a bit of a head case. Dallas even could have used him. Oh, yeah. Sad part was yeah. we didn't have any first-round picks to give up because next year's draft, we don't have one. We would have to cough up a second-round pick. Yeah. And then we don't get a pick until the third round. But I'm not worried about that now because now Jalen Ramsey's y'all's problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, hopefully, I think everyone was worried that everyone was worried that uh, Marcus Peters was going to be a problem like off the field, you know, when it came to his actions. But he cleaned it up and he was fine all year for us and he was fine this year until we traded him. So I think, and even Jalen Ramsey said, like, I, I'm hyped about the culture here and that I can be myself and I can The Rams are a know. winning team. Yeah. I mean not this year, but Well, we still have we still have a chance. Oh well, yeah, it's, y'all it's, still have a chance. Y'all yeah. just gotta get by San Fran now. San Fran's playing like they're like it's nineteen eighty four again. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And even if we can get by them, if we can get by the Seahawks and be a wild card, I mean that's still Yeah, you, you still get in have, and you have a chance. Y'all I mean. still have a winning team. Mm-hmm. You still have Aaron Donald. Yeah, he doesn't have the sacks right now, but oof. Well, that's he, the thing, though. If Jalen Ramsey is giving him extra time by covering someone, yeah. that gives Aaron Donald more time to be able to try to sack somebody. You know? So, yeah. I mean, that... And we're playing against Atlanta, so you know he's going to be covering Julio. It's going to be Jalen Ramsey and Julio. Mm-hmm. So it's just He'll like, be covering Julio, but he's probably also going to have eyes on Calvin Ridley, too, because Ridley's been stepping it up, too. So. Yeah. And we still have Weddle. And so, I mean, we still we still, we still, still have the formula to try to win now, which is what we, we've always had that mentality. Sean McVay has always had the mentality of win now. And he's shown that by trading and signing people and getting people to come by having a culture that people want to come to. So um, we also got a offensive lineman from the Browns who was a first-round pick. Um, and that's to show, again, that we want to win now because uh, no boom, one of our offensive linemen is out for the season. 
So it's just like we needed to replace him. A lot of people were saying that we might try to get Trent Williamson as well. Which uh, I think- Trent Williams, no. Y'all were <laughs> y'all were y'all did a very good job not trying to go after him because right now he is a living head case. He's not holding out for money. He's holding out because of the so-called I think it was like the medical team for the Redskins were like basically forcing players to return to the field. You know, saying, oh, you, when they weren't ready. Yeah, when they weren't ready. It's like, uh, oh, your concussion's not that bad. Yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing, like, we'll, we'll go back, we'll turn the page on the NFL years here a little bit. Say I were playing for somebody like Pittsburgh. Okay. After that game, I'll probably hang myself, <laughs> not catch me dead in a Steelers uniform. But um, you could see, you know, say I was playing for Pittsburgh and Ray Lewis knocked me out. Okay, and the medical staff, and the medical staff uh, told me, "Yeah, you're you're good to go. Get on back out there. Yeah, <laughs> y- yeah, you're seeing three Ray Lewis's out there right now. <laughs> just tackle one of them. Just, just try to tackle one of yeah, them. Yeah, just try to hit one of them. <laughs> That's basically what Trent Williams is dealing with right okay. now. Okay, fair And enough. you know he. I'm guessing he wants out. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I would think he wants out, especially how is, bad the Redskins are playing right now. But the, with the way things are right now, they cannot afford the Redskins cannot afford to get rid of him because their cap space would take a major hit on that trade. Yeah, because they paid him a lot of money. Yeah. So what is bound to happen is you know. <sighs> Y'all did a very good job. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. I'm tired of talking long about way, him, but y'all long way around. Yeah. But yeah, y'all y'all did so, a good job not going after. Him. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, to finish this conversation off then, we said we were gonna talk about so who won and lost in this trade. To be perfectly honest with you, the Rams did. Did what? Won they or won. Lost? They won. They won this trade. And I will also say Baltimore kind of won their side of the trade because they needed that extra help, and I think Peters will do do good in their system. But when it came to Jacksonville and the and LA, LA won that one because now Jacksonville, yes, they have two first. Jacksonville does have two first round picks. Yeah. Are they going to use them smart? Are they going to use them wisely? Well, you never know. It's it's hit or miss for drafting. Like well, you sometimes. never know that you you never know if they're going to be good or not. Like you never know how well they're going to be. Like no one knew Jalen Ramsey was going to be this good. You know, they only I knew he was. They only assumed he was going to be that good. So, I knew I mean, Jalen Ramsey was going to be good. Well, I mean, first rounders. It, or even any round, it's hard. Like it, it's it's always hard in the draft. You never know what round you're going to find someone, you know? Well, so. Like I said, Jalen Ramsey, I knew he was going to be good. He wasn't going to be a Sam Bradford. <laughs> Get paid big money and suck, you know? Yeah, well, true. So, I mean, I, I'm i a little biased. I think the Rams won because it's my team, but I think it's because they got an upgrade from Marcus Peters. No knock on Marcus Peters, but Jalen Ramsey is an upgrade from him. A huge so. upgrade. So I think I think, I think uh, we won on that. I think uh, the Rams just became the top team in Madden too with that trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. I think 
this could his swagger and the what he does this could help turn our 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 year around and we could still have a chance i feel so i don't think the season is over yet um of course todd Gurley needs to come back and start doing well but um so uh we got uh, a little bit of time here left so before we end this segment let's talk a little fantasy football just get that in real quick and then we'll start the next segment with our picks of course for the week um let me pull up mine i think i won last week yes i I think you did as well so for the standings right now as i'm trying to pull them up for fantasy football it's taking forever to load vintage vixen is that your sister that is my sister yeah i'm gonna kick her ass (laughs) so as of right now the standings um looks like in the east uh Utah Blaze is still at top at five and one, and then I'm under him at four and two. Um, Max Hammers are at three and three. Uh, Neurotic Cookies at three and three. Uh, Boo Boo is at three and three, and then uh, Demons <laughs> is uh, you at two and four. Hey, that's a recovery. So the West, which seems to be a pretty easy division, uh, is uh, Team Cablamo at four and two, uh, Lobster Wranglers, which is Melanie the Felony at four and two, so tied for first, and then another two ten years, the Falcoholics, Car Insurance, and Vintage Vixens all at two and four, <laughs> all of them. Gosh. So it's just like that. That seems a little, little bit easier division. Um, so. This week, uh, you were saying who'd you, who you were going against. I'm going against Team Kablamo, who's at the top. So that that's going to be hard for, for me. I got your sister this week. And then you have my sister. So um, so some of, the, some of the stuff when it comes to here. So, ah, okay, so we were talking about earlier. I said I wanted to start Daniel Jones. They're playing against the Cardinals. That's who they're playing against. So I figured that would be a good time to start him in the lineup wouldn't you say against the Cardinals yeah yeah I think that's that's a, a good a good time to put him in so but that's in my other fantasy football league but um so let's see and uh fun funny funnily enough I did pick up Jalen Ramsey <laughs> as my defensive player and as of right now, I have him starting. <laughs> hey, he is so we'll he, he is on the injury report, but it's not injury related because they had just picked him up. Mm-hmm. So you know he didn't practice today because he's probably just you know he's getting used to his surroundings. He'll probably practice tomorrow. There you go. Oh no, he didn't practice yesterday. He probably practiced today. And um, let's see. And so. Let's look at some of these matchups when it comes to that. So I had the Vikings defense going against Detroit or the Seahawks defense going against Baltimore. And I'm going with, as of right now, the Vikings against Detroit um, just because, you know, Baltimore's defense is pretty, or offense is pretty stout. So I feel like, you know, with their run game, they'll kind of run over the Seahawks when when it comes to their run game. Because the Seahawks' run defense has never really been that good, so yeah. And I got a, fu- I got crap. I got to find a receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have someone on a buy? 
Uh, I got DJ Moore on a bye, and they're projecting Josh Gordon to not get anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that that actually hurts. Oof. Yeah, the struggle is flex, real there. I mean, I could eat very – actually – ooh. Ooh, daddy likes. I just, I just figured it out. I'm going to move Michael Gallup to receiver. So he's in for DJ Moore. And then – I'm going to move DJ Moore in for Mark Andrews. He's projected to get he, Mark Andrews, the tight end for uh, Baltimore. Uh-huh. He's been putting up some numbers. Yeah, I, I put him in as my uh, flex player, so I'm going to see if that actually will help. And then Josh Gordon, I'll just play that by ear. I have until Monday to figure I have until Monday to figure out what the hell's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so, sweet. There you go. Now I will completely annihilate your sister. Because <laughs> right now, until she changes her uh, her lineup, her lineup because Mason Rudolph won't be back until after the bye. He has been cleared to play. Mike Evans is off this week. Godwin is off this week. Two Tampa Bay receivers. That that's that is a sin in fantasy football. You don't play. The same position from the same team. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but until she changed, and, and she's got Saquon on the bench. She, I hope she's listening. I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> um, I'll be seeing her this weekend, so I might have to let her know a couple things. <laughs> well, let her know on like Saturday because that's why I'm seeing her. So yeah. I mean, I would let her know then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, all right, some of these other... Tell other... her her opponent is also trying to help her out. Fair enough. Good sportsmanship. I like it. I like it. Yeah, right. That's good um, sportsmanship. May the best man win. There you go. Some... it's not me. <laughs> so some of these uh, other matchups. How about Philip Lindsay tonight against the Chiefs defense? No, he's going to tear it up. You think he will? I think he'll get, he'll get over 100. He'll get a touchdown. Oh wow! So you think the their defense is struggling that much still? The Chiefs' defense. They made some changes at defense, and they're still struggling a little bit. Yeah, I, I just seen Travis Kelsey drop the ball a few times. Well, yeah, they're talking about the past two games losing and the offense not doing so hot. So let's see if they can get back on track tonight. All right, so. Uh, We'll take a little break now then, and then uh, when we come back, we'll end the segment with our picks of the week, and uh, we'll get an update on our records and how we're doing. I caught up a little bit with this past week, so... <laughs> you uh, didn't just catch up. <laughs> you dominated. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to brag or anything, you know? <laughs> I was kind of forced... To, to go against you on a couple of them just because, again, I was trying to catch up. So. Just go with your gut feeling, dude. <laughs> Even if so. we pick the same ones. We're doing the picks for fun. It's not like we have anything riding on the line on this thing. My pride is on the line, damn it. What pride? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> last Harsh. Time, last, time Harsh. I, last time I checked, inside the purse of a certain felon... <laughs> Has your pride locked up in a little, <laughs> locked up in a little keepsake bracelet thingy? That's where your pride is. Wow, man, harsh, 
harsh after all those nice things I said about you. Then this, this is what I get in return. Bullshit. <laughs> you know why? Here's the thing. I will honestly say my wife <laughs> has my pride. There you go. There you go. Locked in her grandfather's urn. Oh gosh! Dun dun dun! <laughs> little, little Halloween twist there. Bum bum bum! All right, so uh, so yeah, when we come back, we'll we'll end the segment and uh, get our picks done for the week. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back in a flash. Yo! All right, we're back in better than ever. Ready, rumble in the jungle with our last and final segment: the picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks, 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 picks. <laughs> which i know you guys are always sad when it's our final segment but alas we must do it so we already started off with the uh thursday night game um so at uh on tap for the schedule actually starting off with uh my three and three rams against the one and five falcons i gotta i gotta go with my rams i feel like they'll finally oh well, i'm always gonna go with my rams but I actually genuinely think they'll make a comeback and have a good game. The Falcons are not looking good this year, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Rams on this one as well. Oh, sorry, I forgot you were supposed to update with you know oh our yeah. scores of for picks and everything. I totally forgot about that. Eh, faux pas—they always happen. <laughs> um, crap! Let me pull up that list again. There we go. All right. Mr. Matt, mm-hmm. ten and four last week, nailed both your upset and your lock. Good stuff. I finished uh, dead even seven and seven. That's not too bad. That's it's broke uh, five hundred. I mm-hmm. guess uh, you picked up twelve points. I picked up the lone seven. Record wise, we are tied fifty four thirty seven and one, and I still have a one point advantage. Oh wow. <laughs> Over that 62-61. to 61. Oh, man, so close. I love it. I love it. It's good. Not not a runaway anymore. All right. Just remember what I said. About what? Pride. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Keepsake bracelet. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, we both got the Rams for the first pick. Yes. Uh, I'll wait until you you get that down, you get that ready. So far... We are road team only so far. Hmm. Next. (laughs) All right. So the 0 and 5 Dolphins against the 4 and 1 Bills. Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Going with the the Bills on this one. Yeah. I have have no faith in my. I mean, if Miami does happen to win this one because they almost did beat the Redskins, that was actually a dogfight at the end. Mm hmm. Yeah, and with Fitzpatrick starting, we'll see what happens. But yeah. Buffalo's gonna Buffalo's gonna keep it. Bills defense is good; yeah. they're good. So. They they are good, but unfortunately, nah, Miami's defense ain't that good. <laughs> um, the two and four Jaguars against the zero and six Bengals. Ooh, you know, even with the trade being gone, the Bengals still are not looking good. No, I was gonna say yeah, they are falling apart. Minshew magic, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jags on this one as well, just because of Minshew. I think, I think they got it. Yeah, since Cincinnati, they're. I mean, 
Jacksonville has played without Jalen Ramsey this damn long. Oh yeah, for it's a like couple been weeks, like now. two, three weeks now. Yeah, so get, uh, give it. I still think Jacksonville can pull it off against. Excuse me, Cincy. Uh, then we got the four and two Vikings against the two two and one Lions, who uh, recently, uh, when they were playing the Monday night game, I didn't watch it, but apparently got screwed out of the game against the Packers because oh, of that a was bad penalty call. Uh, right at the end, it was the same call too. It was illegal hands to the face, mm-hmm. and the second one, Troy Vincent, a former NFL player in his own right, one of the best DBs to ever play the game, even said, "Where was the hands to the face on that second call? The first one was blatant. Yeah, the second one, where was it?" Yeah. The officiating has gotten bad, but we're not going to talk about that because I might get fined by the NFL for... Well, the NFL is in an... Well, not the NFL, but people are in an uproar. Like, the players and teams are in an uproar about the officiating. Well, so are the fans. So, I mean, how do yeah. you think I am as a Cowboys fan? You know, I always thought the uh, the officials were against uh, Dallas because Jerry Jones voted against Roger Goodell getting a goddamn race. Yeah. But guess what? They're screwing everybody. Yeah, it's everybody. So so yeah so four and two Vikings two two and one Lions. Uh, I go with the Vikings. Dalvin, uh Kirk Cousins. They're letting him throw. I mean he did and good guess, last and, week. And guess what's happening? You let Kirk Cousins throw. You saw what Stephon Diggs did last last week. He was a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you so met. he's happier now. He's talking about being mad and wanting to leave potentially or whatever. But I mean, he's happy now. It's because my Minnesota changed their uh, changed their format a little bit. Yeah, they were so run heavy with Dalvin Cook. I almost thought that was going to be a disaster, just for the sole fact of, you know, don't let that happen. Like wearing wearing down the back. Too. Yeah, don't wear don't wear him down. You saw what happened to Todd Gurley last yeah. uh, last year. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just yeah. don't do that. There goes Philip Lindsay for two. <laughs> um. So yeah, the game has started for the Chiefs Broncos. So the Broncos are starting with the ball. Yeah, um, I didn't make my official I'm, pick. It's going to be Minnesota. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings as well on this one as okay. my lock. Oh, he's going with the lock. I like it. Cool. I like it. This next game is going to be my lock. So, all right, what you got? So we got the three and two Raiders against the five and one Packers. I'm going and locking with the Packers. Going lock with the Pack. I'm going to take the Pack as well. Oakland. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron, who is that other guy? Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones. If as long as that. Oh, oh. A little bit. Oh of a face yeah. Mask. Little, Turn that bit. head, baby. A little bit. A little bit cranked. All right, and then uh, let's see the next. So far, we've picked the same teams. This is true. But like I said, you got to you got to go with the winning hand. Don't just throw it out there and just be like, <laughs> "Fuck it," you know. Well, now I'm only behind by a point, so I don't have to be as risque. But um, hey, all right, so risk big reward, man. True. Uh, this should be a good game. The four and two Texans against the three and two Colts. Um, Texans coming off a big win against the Chiefs. I gotta continue rolling with the Texans. They're on a roll. 
I'm going to take Houston as well. And Houston is actually the underdog in this game. There's, Ow. they are, they're, uh, Colts are actually favored by just a point. Oh my goodness. But at the time of this podcast, that is where it's at. Mm-hmm. The Colts are favored to win. Anything can change between now and then. But at the time of this podcast, Houston is the underdog. Houston is my upset pick. All right. I like it. I can't, I was just surprised that they're, they're underdogs. That's weird. As well as they've been playing, especially beating the the Chiefs, you know. So, um, see, that was Houston and Indy. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then the next game is the two, three, and one Cardinals against the two and four Giants. Oof! 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 I'm gonna go with, go with the Giants just because of my boy Jones. You know, with him starting and having Barkley back, I'm gonna go with it. You're gonna, going with the Giants. You're going with the Giants. <laughs> this is gonna be so hard. This, you know what? This will be the. Uh, this will be the, the one that determines who uh, takes the lead. Who pulls one. ahead? <laughs> who pulls ahead? I am taking the Cardinals. All right, I, I like think, it. I think, I think Kyler Murray. Finally, a, a different, a different. Uh, we pick different, so I like it. All right, so the next one is the 5-0 and Niners against the 1-5 and Redskins. <laughs> San Fran. Yeah, the Niners are just they're that there. defense. Garoppolo isn't doing anything amazing. It's kind of like the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl. It's like their defense is like dominating, and their run game is dominating. The quarterback is doing enough just to not lose it. And Washington, so, the injuries are continuing to pile up yeah. on them. So I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna go with the Niners as well, obviously. Yeah, flag, but um, pass interference. Oh, weird! A flag that never happens. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so both of us are going with the Niners. Um, this will be an interesting matchup: two and four Chargers against the two and four Titans. Marcus Mariota getting benched for the first time. Tannehill getting the start. Tannehill is getting the start. Yep, and. Uh... I, I've always liked Tannehill. I thought he was good in Miami. You know, he just got he was injury prone. He just got injured a lot, but I thought he was good. I got to go with the Titans. I think maybe having this change will kind of give them a boost, and they'll they'll be ready to go. So I'm gonna go with the Titans. You're gonna go with the Titans. Well, this one's gonna be a uh, a difference maker in this one as well. Uh, I'm gonna go San Diego. Alrighty, another another uh, different one. So two of them we've gone opposite of. Um, the next one is the five and one Saints against the three and two Bears. I'm gonna pick the Bears in an upset. That's your upset pick. I'm gonna stick with the uh, the hot hand. Teddy Bridgewater is still doing his thing out there, and as long as Kamara is healthy, that'll help. Yeah, true. So I just like the Bears' defense and playing in Chicago. I think Bridgewater's going to have a hard time playing in that cold weather. So because yeah. it's starting to get to be, you know, cold weather, it's coming up. So, but yeah, there we go. Um, All right, you have yet to make your lock. So no, I did. Who's your packs? Lock? Oh shit, the Packers. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Don't deny me my lock. I did not deny you your lock. There you go. 
Um, all right, and then the next game is the four and two Ravens against the five and one Seahawks. Um, Ooh, that's gonna be a good game. Should be good. I think the Seahawks have gotten lucky in a lot of their games. To be honest, the Browns had it in the bag and they browned it up. If you want to use that as a, a terminology, because the Browns just they were they were so far ahead and they just somehow still screwed it up. So. The Seahawks have been winning by like three points or less in every single one of their games. The the Rams should have beaten them. They missed. They got unlucky with a missed field goal. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I think they their run game. They're gonna run it down their throat, and Lamar will have like 200 yards rushing. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yeah, Seattle's defense really hasn't been there. Hey, get off the field! <laughs> I seen him take <laughs> off. He was like, I gotta get off the field. <laughs> but um. Oh, oh, Ooh. no, that wasn't your, that's not your guy. Philip Lindsay could have had a touchdown there. That makes me sad. Uh, Why didn't they have him in there? I had him starting, too. Man, sad face. Give it to freaking Freeman. That's dumb. Um, Lindsay did all that work. Freaking put him in there. Yep. If uh, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Baltimore on this one as well. I don't think Seattle will have an answer for that run game. Alrighty. Because you got a dual threat in Lamar Jackson. He can and Ingram. Ingram is running angry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he is he is an angry man possessed. So Broncos up uh with their first drive scoring right a touchdown. So seven to zero, starting off strong in the first drive. And there's a flag. <laughs> of, course, of course there's a flag. Somebody was offside. Um, all right, and then uh, the Sunday night game is the three and three Eagles against the three and three Cowboys. You know, I'm still gonna take Dallas. Oh yeah, gotta go with your boys because um, uh, Cooper is gonna play with that quad injury, so he's gonna be like I've said before, an angry man possessed. <laughs> he's gonna and the last time Cooper went up against the Eagles, he killed him. Yeah, he had some good numbers against them. I think um, it was like. 180 yards and three touchdowns. The Cowboys playing at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the Cowboys. I'm gonna go with them just because they're playing at home. So they're maybe playing in Philly. I would maybe give it to Philly, but hopefully the Cowboys home home field advantage will give them some some good luck here. And the big thing is is that the NFC East lead is on the line. With this yes, one. yes. And Denver is now going for two. Oh, um, they got it closer, so they're going to go for two because of that penalty. Um, Boo. So the Monday night game to finish things off, the 6-0 and Patriots against the 1-4 and Jets. Going to go with the Jets. <laughs> you picking the Jets? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think uh, Lindsey got denied on that, that two-point conversion. Why couldn't they have put Lindsey in for the touchdown and then – Freaking Freeman for the two point. I mean, come on. New England's the road team on this one, right? Uh, yes. Okay. I I'm gonna go with the Patriots as well until you know <laughs> until something happens. Yeah, until someone shows that they can they can be stopped. I mean, the, they haven't really been playing anyone, which is always the Patriots' schedule. They're always like that. So, um, yeah. And for those because their division is freaking garbage. Yeah. And for those at home that are wondering, Carolina, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Tampa Bay are all off this week. So if all you've got if you've got people like Kyle Allen, uh, McCafferty, 
Baker Mayfield, which I have benched. <laughs> um, Mason Rudolph and James Connor and Juju Smith. Mike Evans for Tampa Bay. Change up your lineup. Yep, guys, guys, switch them up for fancy if that's the case. So, but yep, those are the ones that are off. No, really, uh, big, big, big news. Um, the only one that I see here is uh, AJ Green is still far from coming back for Cincinnati. So they, if I if I was Cincinnati, injured reserve. Mm. Try again next year. Yeah, or get rid of them in a trade or something. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't trade them, but... If you're rebuilding, I mean, you know, That's, just try to get something for them. It's a possibility. Because of how bad they're playing this year, but... Um, and I've got... Uh, let's see here. Rams McVeigh. Goal is for Ramsey to debut week seven, which that's this week. So somebody's going to be out there. There you go. Exactly. And, uh, you know, like I said, I got Ramsey starting in my as my defensive player for fantasy. So I got faith in him and I'm excited. So why not? You know, just do let's 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 try it out. Oh, and th- th- this will get everybody laughing, at least hopefully. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Had some words for uh, Washington because he used to coach there. He used to coach uh, with the Skins. What was the best part of working in Washington? Being able to work with my dad and be around some other good coaches. What was the worst part? Everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Kyle Shanahan is not mincing his words with this one. That that is true. Um, Good job. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, alrighty. Um, oh, that was a nice pick. No, that was, yeah. So, uh, let's see. It'll be interesting just to end the show. So, the Rams will play the Ravens this year. So, we'll have to go against Peters. So, that'll be a revenge game for Peters and then a revenge game for Weddle, you know, when it comes to that. So, that'll be interesting. Did he um, just stand there and kick it? I mean, he could have. I mean, kickers don't have to hit it that hard to get it down the field anymore. So he just stood there and just went, eh. I would not want to be kicked by him. I would have given it to him. Oh, uh, to Sanders? I would have given it to Sanders because he would have been, uh, <laughs> he would have yeah. already been in. Well, they should have just kicked the extra point. But anyway, so uh, right now Broncos up six to zero because they went for two and weren't able to get it. Um, so we'll end the show there. And as well, the the baseball game either has started or is in progress of starting. For Bottom of the first, Yankees up go. one to nothing. There you go. So Yankees, Yankees up. They're trying to tie the series. It's been close games. For that, it'll be interesting, like we said, to see what happens. So, and the only w- the only reason they're up one to nothing right now was a bases loaded walk. Well, Zach Greinke is in trouble. Yeah, it looks like uh, the bases are still loaded. So, oh yeah, it was a bases with lo- two outs. It was a bases loaded walk. Aaron Judge advanced. Everybody else moves around. They purposely were just like, "Hey, we'll like let them score." So, yeah. Um. All right, so come on, Houston, you got this, baby. <laughs> so until until uh, next week, we as always we appreciate uh, all the listens, all the uh, posts. We'll get the you know World Series posted as a poll as well once that is decided. Um, 
check us out on all our platforms. So Facebook, Sports Harder Podcast, Instagram, Sports underscore uh, Harder underscore Podcast. And then um, uh, as well, um, Twitter at Sports Harder P, capital S, capital P. Um, and um, yeah, and then, you know, as always, listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, all the major places. Uh, get the news and the word out. Um, we will try to go back to the normal Tuesday schedule for next week. Um, we'll go back to Tuesdays and we'll see if we can get boo boo here as always. And, um, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't end with the, the two minute drill cause we usually do that the, for this weekend. Um, so the football games obviously coming up, we didn't get to talk about college football either. Uh, we got into a bunch of other stuff with baseball and whatnot. Uh, oh, man, struck out with bases loaded. So Yankees could have had a way bigger lead, and they don't get anything out of it with bases loaded. You got to take advantage when there's bases loaded. Zach Granke, three walks. Oh, wow. Three walks in hit in that first inning. That is not a good way to start. Yeah, and I think that was the other pitcher I was talking about was Zach Grinky. And Grinky used to be good. I don't know what the hell happened to him. Already, I could pitch better than that. Shit. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Oh, well. so um, all right. So we uh, we appreciate it. We'll probably try to talk about some uh, some college football next week, and you know, updating with the polls and stuff like that. Um, there been some some movements with georgia losing uh with that major upset so um uh, is there a game of the week not really yeah so i mean maybe oregon and washington or arizona state and utah penn state michigan <laughs> <laughs> so uh i found the game of the week it's that one right there <laughs> so so yeah so uh until then we will uh we will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.